Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. Still not first today. Nope. Still not nope, first. Nope, I've nope. been waiting my turn, nope. and I'm nope. trying you to be can patient. Be hey, you can be at this point, I Get gotta say it. it. I'm not first, and nope. I don't like it. Nope. You, you can be uh, first later today. Yeah, that's right. I will tee off first. <laughs> That's right. We're going to go play some golf today. It's I get the honors. going to be a beautiful day in central Kentucky, and we're going to try to take advantage of some of that nice weather. Yeah, we get like two days of really nice, like it's no sad. rain, 70s, uh, and then it's going to be 90 again. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. it's summer, and that's part of it. We played in a scramble last weekend, and it was... Took home the surf. W. It did. We won a scramble. I'm not kidding. I played golf for... Uh, First scramble I've played in like 10 years, and we won. Let me see. Carry the four. Oh, <laughs> Math. Long time. Math. You're old. Yeah. So 27 years at this point, I've played golf, um, and I've never won, outright won a, uh, a golf scramble of any sort. because you never had Joe and I. Yeah. And well, here's the thing. Justin will never listen to this, and I don't have to worry about him being like, oh, man. Uh, we... Basically brought a ringer. My neighbor uh, and I play golf together a lot, and he's really good. Like we've he talked go about him on the podcast, have we? Yeah. So you know, he uh, we brought him along, the three of us and him. And I'm like, the three of us together have like we've shot um, pretty decently, you know, a few under here and there. And so um, you know, I'm like, we add him to the mix, and he's already going to probably shoot close to par, and we're just adding to that because like, we could shoot 10, 10 under, yeah. you know. Uh, and, I went and in Justin thinking thought 12, we would shoot 14 under. He's I was like, thinking we'll 12, 12, 12 down was I mean, the number I had. He was just not on his game. No. Um, no. And he said some, there's something about that course. There's a course here just called Heartland. Uh, it used to be called Pine Valley. And, uh, yeah, there's something about it that just gets him. I don't yeah. know. And uh, 
So yeah, we we carried most of that load. Yeah, we did. We shot nine hundred. It was cool and, and one. It was fun. It was, it awesome. was really fun. But it was hot as the surface of the <laughs> sun. Was. Yeah, it was. And it was hot. It's a hot day, and we teed off it. Two. Yeah, I could have like wrung Holy out my shirt. Moly. Yeah, my shirt was drenched. Thank God for active. Yeah, it's wear. not my favorite yeah. course either. I actually worked there for about a year and a half, and um, my job allowed me a lot of free time. I guess you could say. <laughs> so there, there's like three holes on that course that no matter how good I'm playing, they they just get in my head, and yeah. it's it's just one of those things. That's that's the way golf is. Yeah, we're working. Uh, speaking of golf stuff, we're working on uh, some some golf merch just for ourselves. But if anyone else wants some chrome unboxed golf yeah. merch, you are <laughs> a, if you are a golfer, uh, we might. Uh, we're, we're we're thinking about getting some like embroidered polos and maybe some hats or something. So when I get those, like I, I'm to gonna be, put the, I'm gonna put that logo in the post. Yeah, and just put if you listen, you get it exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You got to listen to understand. That's perfect. Yes, good call. Cuz I'm not I'm not writing this up. Speaking of merch though, we have some awesome merch up at Cotton Bureau. Uh great website. We found out about them through uh some other YouTubers, uh notably Marquez uses them for all of his merch. And uh we've we've used them last year for our on the run to 100k. Did some limited edition merch, threw that up, and then Coming into the on the run to 200k this year, we've got a couple more limited edition shirts that are only going to be available during this giveaway. So if you want that kind of 8-bit dino graphic, this is going to be the only time to go get those. So if you're listening to this and it's uh, you know July 2021, go check it out. Yeah. If you're listening to it later, it might be gone. I don't know. Sorry, yeah, but there's some. We, whenever we make it, yeah. disappears. It just poof. but uh, but we also have uh, some other merch on there some cool little designs we came up with the pixel light bar is by far my favorite so yep. awesome yep and just based on yesterday <laughs> based on in the video that will be out probably next week yeah based on sales it's uh our most popular design oh yeah simple just the 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 four color light bar across the middle of yep. a, a dark gray heathered shirt looks amazing so go check it out there's some cool stuff on there i i just i realize like i i don't we don't promote that but we've got some cool merch and i think people should yeah. check it out so go check it out yeah a lot of people ask about mugs we haven't found like a really good like it's so hard to here's get a place where we know they print mugs, them well yeah. the mug is good itself yeah and we just so had, we've, we've had some big misses with that so. yeah we've had some conversations so like the the company that actually prints everything for cotton bureau they they do some fulfillment stuff they've said like they don't really do mugs but they could probably figure it out <laughs> it's a, right and most of what they do is is pretty uh Good quality stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, we do need to we do need to figure out some mugs. Get those get those going again. So okay, let's hop into some of the news of the week. Let's start with just some apps stuff. The wor- the world of apps. <laughs> yeah, like Chromebooks are really expanding in their ability to run lots and lots of different applications, and like, so it's not just Linux apps. Yeah. You know, like we talk about that quite a bit, and. Uh, the funny part is, I think for most consumers, the Linux app angle is actually not that big of a deal. People, uh, most 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 people aren't messing with that. Um, I think the custom containers are a massive deal. Right, yeah. that's um, the thing. When, what, what Linux has brought to the table, or the project that 
Linux is built on is going to be the key to yeah. a lot of the stuff for, for Chrome well, OS in the future. Well, like, you know, when someone goes to just download an app in the future, they don't care whether it's a technically like yeah, a Linux thing. You just click the button, there's your stuff. And that's the point in all of this. Like, you're, you're, it's just there's more and more options now on Chrome OS to get the stuff that you need. Right. And, 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 and developers and companies are spending time creating you know, for, for what, the one we're going to talk about here in a second with Zoom, you know, actually investing in this and building yeah. a really nice PWA. Yeah. And, and taking the time to decide, like, what's going to be best for their application and then just rolling it out. And, and that's just, that's where the big changes come with, with Chrome OS and Chromebooks is that didn't used to be the case. There was never any consideration really given to Chromebooks. We got whatever was left over that usually was on the web. And and sometimes yeah. an Android app, I think, would fall ass backwards into working on a Chromebook yeah. well and to be like, oh, yeah. cool, this one works. Yeah. It wasn't on purpose. It just <laughs> happened. Like, oops, yeah. it still works. Happy and and usually it was, it was it was usually because it worked well on a tablet. Like, they at least thought, hey, Android tablets Larger are going to be a big thing. Yeah. They They never did become that thing. But Chromebooks benefit from the handful of apps that were optimized for bigger screens. But ultimately, you know, Chromebooks now, it's not just that there are so many different ways to build an app for a Chromebook. It's it's also the fact that, like you said, bigger companies are considering what's going to work best and, and then considering uh, the Chromebook as the target. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, and they have to now because there's yeah. so many Chromebook users. Yeah. And what's funny is like we weren't even planning on adding this in there, but uh, you know, it, this happened a month ago that Unity and Google partnered. If said, it's not on our script, it can't be talked about. Okay. <laughs> Stick with the script. <laughs> the three our, scribbles. Our, our script. <laughs> Our script got read the copy, Robbie. The copy's good. The copy's no good. One, no one else could make any sense of this. No. <laughs> we don't pay attention to Joe. Um, so, yeah, the 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 Unity thing. That, so Google and Unity got together and said, "Hey, look, we want to partner, and we want to make Chromebooks a target for development for right. Unity." Yes. So yes, the yes, Unity yes. engine powers all sorts of things. Um, just realize the golf simulator software that we play all the time. Um, the same people that make uh, PGA Tour 2K21. It's built on Unity. Uh, so it can make big, big games, but it also makes all kinds of small games and stuff too, Android games. And so they've said, hey, we want to let Chrome OS be a target now. So the developers can now write a game and specifically target Chrome OS in all our development tools and test and emulate and do all the things they need to do to make sure their game works well. A Chromebook, flip the switches to get x86 support yeah. versus just ARM, yada, 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 big screens, touch, mouse, keyboard, all the things that come along with, with Chromebooks. Um, and then that, so that hit a month ago uh, in an alpha. It's now in beta, and so they're kind of really pushing it. Unity put out a big blog post about it. And for me, it was less about like, oh, the technical parts of this stuff because right. I'm not a game developer. I don't know what all that stuff means, but What's really cool is Unity is a huge, huge entity, and they're saying, like, Chromebooks are legit. Like, we are taking this seriously. Hey, developers, take it seriously. Google's been shouting it from the rooftops for a while. You know, like, hey, we're trying to make everything as easy as possible for you to make your games work on Chromebooks. And developers are still going, oh, my game will work on a Chromebook? Oh, I didn't know. But now that the, the people making the engines for developers to build on are going, yeah, Take it seriously. Like we've we've got to make sure is, your stuff works on yeah. Chromebooks. You're missing a massive audience. It's just this awesome momentum that we're starting to see. And so that's a little sidebar to to what we're going to talk about. But it's the same thing. It's this yeah. idea that 
Chromebooks can be a target now, and there are so many ways to get there. This isn't Windows where it's write an .exe file. It's not Mac OS where you write a what is it? What are they? DMG. A damaged file. <laughs> DMG. DMG file. Um, which What's that stand co- for? Complete side note, by the way. Do you see where Android's going to the Android app package? No app app. Oh, Android ins- app bundle. Yeah, instead of that, it will stop being dot APKs. They will AABs. Yeah. Like okay. Oh, it's short for disk image. (laughs) (laughs) Damage. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going with damaged. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, damaged. Uh, So, yeah, let's talk about Zoom first. Um, I see Gabe's got his dumpster fire article over here. April 3rd, 2020. A day that was lived (laughs) in infamy. (laughs) One month into the pandemic. We're going to do when we... Well... I don't. I always hate saying things because then if it doesn't happen, then then people are like, "Why? Why? Why did you say that?" We uh, might. It's we, our. It's our we podcast might, crew. We might move into a new office. Same. Same it's office building. No, we're gonna. We're gonna carry positivity. It will. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We are going to figure out move. a way to make it happen. And when we do that, I would really love to do it. I mean, we could do it in our in our office now, but do like a little hall of fame. Like oh, a couple yeah. top top articles. We have some I've statues made. They'll print be the them, cr- print them and get them. Yeah, actually. yeah. We'll like do nice we'll do the Chromie yeah. Awards. Yeah. We'll have the little yeah. Chromies. Well, <laughs> like I had seen, I think Linus or somebody. Yeah. Their Linus Media like entryway or whatever they have their top videos. Oh, that'd be dope. That was cool. Yeah, so we could we could throw in like a couple videos, a couple articles. That'd be cool. Uh, sorry, April third, twenty. Yeah, yeah. So 19. Zoom is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Twenty twenty. That was twenty twenty. I mean, what is there to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> And it was only what, so that's a year and what, two months ago? Yeah. You know, it's come a long way. Yeah. Things because, have changed a yeah, lot. Yeah, because the, the pandemic wasn't official until February. So this was this was yeah. barely a month in and everyone's scrambling. Everyone's either lost their job or... Are unsure. Yeah, or <laughs> unsure. And yeah. Um, all of these tech companies are scrambling to try to get you know yeah. stuff in place for people to use and, and zoom zoom aimed big but they missed a lot of stuff too so one one weird cultural thing that happened this is t- totally off subject <laughs> off, that's, off that's gonna be that's no, gonna be is, basically the entire podcast this today, is this is this is tied to zoom but wasn't it weird in, that during especially early pandemic like zoom happened and it was like everybody wanted to do a zoom call like I had like my aunts and everything being like, let's hop in a Zoom call. Yep. Let's do a Zoom call. And I'm like, we never like I see you, you didn't all, know like, what that was. Yeah. But then also just like that, that uh, urge to do it. Like yeah. we never video chat, like honestly outside of. And I think it was just that sense of people wanting a sense of connection, a sense of like, that was I want to see my family. I want to be able to talk right. with people. like me and my buddies, you know, er, early we're doing a lot of meat. uh uh, meat calls, meat links, meat. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but wasn't it, it was weird? It was weird. Like everybody was like, yeah, there was, and a, it was like a weird. Like there was almost this like pressure within like friend groups, at least like my generation. So like there was this like almost this weird pressure of like, well, I need to like like reach out and like do some Zoom calls with gotta people. Gotta do something, or, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I can't just sit here and be sad about a pandemic yeah well i think it was just multiple things it was the desire to connect it was the the feeling of knowing of not knowing because once we all got over that hell you know two weeks to flatten the curve we realized that was (laughs) not gonna um bs yeah um 
I think that all of a sudden set something in motion in people where they're like, okay, this is a different normal yeah. that we're going to have to live in for we don't know how long. So this is this is a different way we can connect. I think you mix that part with now Zoom comes along and for whatever reason in the zeitgeist of 2020, people finally understood like, oh, I can just punch a URL in and whatever device I'm on, it's, the, the call's going to be there. And like, we're like, we... We told you. We've been telling you that web-based stuff and URL-based stuff is much easier and better in the future yeah. in the way that things need to work. But whatever, you know, cool. Yeah. You all, people finally got it. Yeah. So now there's a simplicity factor here. Yeah. So whereas with like FaceTime, for instance, that was probably the most popular, you know, face calling thing prior to the pandemic. That you still had were they Apple, an app, are they an Apple user? No, an they're app, not. You know, yeah, app it's only an application. I can't do it on my computer unless I have a MacBook, and then I can only call people that have Apple stuff. And then I got to make sure I have their, you know, like all the all of that goes away with Zoom or Google Meet or you know, basically any video chat app now. Face FaceTime's even this way. Yeah. Like here's a URL. I can yeah. send you a text message. You click the text yeah. message, and, and we get in. So now you've got a, a heightened desire. You've got. Um, a sim- simplified path to get to the thing that you yeah. desire. And then there's just like the social um, understanding of like what video calls are because now people are doing it for school. People are doing it for work and people who would never bother doing it prior. So, so skip that. I want to do this, skip that. It's easy to do this. Now there's the group of people that never even knew it was a thing or never messed with it or saw it maybe on a commercial one time. They're now like, hey, if you want to keep your job, you better you figure it out. So they're like, cool, I'm going to figure this out. You want to talk to your family, you got to figure this out. So now there's a necessity element, yeah. and they're learning it and forced to learn it and going, oh, this is actually super simple. I get this. Mix all that together, and yeah. Zoom was just right dead yeah. center in it. And it's not that they were the only one doing it, but Google, unfortunately, had picked a pretty crappy time to be like, overhauling their whole, you know, because Google's so oh, yeah. good and, and buttoned up with messaging <laughs> and and what they do in the way that they use, you know, communication tools. RIP Allo. Allo. <laughs> yeah, Allo, you know, and so Duo and Meet. Like, they were in a confusing spot already and then rolled into this pandemic. Had they had Meet in the place where they were aggressively going at it, which they wouldn't have without the pandemic's chicken egg, but, you know, if they were there, they would, Google Meet would have been the Zoom explosion. Oh, it would have. 100%. Um, luckily for Google, they're big. They have the resources to throw stuff at it. They caught up. I think Meet's a far superior service. Um, I think it was to begin with. And it's because of all this, they've just kept investing in it. Like we were just reading today. Um, remember, remember Hangouts on Air? So they're bringing that back for Meet. Um, so if they're going to they're gonna debut it for education first. So if a teacher has, if 12 teachers jump in a room, they can now put a YouTube link up for multiple classrooms to just jump in YouTube and watch that meet live. And so like I'm, I'm thinking about stuff that we could possibly do with that. 100%. Like, yeah. It would be really Absolutely. cool. So anyway, um, but you know, the, with the way that they handle backgrounds and the background noise elimination and the, all the interactive pieces in it and the stuff now that docs and all that stuff integrate, like Google Meet is phenomenal and, like, and it's all web-based. And it's there's amazing. Like, there's a lot of settings, but the settings are it's intuitive. Yes, it's very clear. Like the yeah. green room thing before you go in yeah. and check my mic, check my camera before I jump yeah, in, make sure everything stuff. looks right. And then I join the meeting. Like yeah. there's just so many things that they've added and Meet is a fantastic yeah. product because of the pressure of the right. pandemic. It's yeah. just amazing. What, one other little thing I noticed, uh, 
I was on a chat with Michael Perigo, our, our staff writer, on Monday. My So he was f- basically full screen, and my little window was a little floating window, and I could drag it around. Oh, they've done that yeah. neat now? Good. I was like, that's that from Duo. really cool. Yeah, It's like exactly. they pulled some stuff from Duo. And, you know, frankly, I get that Duo is... Like, Duo is still their, like, phone call thing. Like, if I'm going to call you, it's integrated in my phone. I could just click the video thing, and it's just... I think that's where Duo is going to live and stay, probably. I mean, you can use Duo kind of... I think you can do do links and stuff now in Duo as well. Uh, But I think that's their aim there, whereas Meet is, I'll send a link, we're getting grouped together, you know. URL-based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But all that to say, (laughs) Zoom now has a PWA that they've launched, and the cool thing is they've launched it through the Play Store. So uh, there's not a ton of apps that do this just yet. At I.O., they really kind of it's, highlighted this. I think this. it's going to start it, happening. Yeah, the road is now paved completely. The The ones that came out like Twitter uh, and uh, YouTube TV and Google News that were doing this before, those are all... Like Twitter was a, a close collaboration, and then obviously two, the other two are Google products. But they, they basically held the developer's hand through this to help them get there. Now all the tools are there. The, the The road is paved. Anyone that wants to do this can go do it. But the idea being, if I'm on a Chromebook and I go search for Zoom, this would be the idea, um, that you would find yeah, that right. app and I would click it and install it. And it's just going to install a PWA. It's not bothering installing an Android app. It's not even giving me the option. The problem is right now Zoom needs to work on the search queries that they want to be found for. If I search Zoom right now in the Play Store on a Chromebook, it says that Zoom's not available. If I search Zoom for Chrome, shows up. Yikes. Which is silly. Really? Uh, same thing odd. with, I think YouTube Music is still that way. Um, oh, my gosh. Let me, let me just check before I say uh, that. Let yeah, me check. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. I'm going to search. I'm going to search. If you search Zoom and it doesn't show up, that's bad. So if I search Zoom, now I get the install. Here's that's even worse because I'm, I'm using a Snapdragon Chromebook in front of me right now. Zoom for cloud meetings actually does show up right here. When I install this, it's going to install the Android app. I guarantee it um, because Zoom for Chrome is what I actually need. So if I search Zoom for Chrome, there's the Zoom for Chrome <laughs> PWA. Nice. I mean, um, not nice, but. <laughs> so I'm going to open that. That one's definitely the PWA. And then let's see the other one it installed. What about what about the name recognition? Well, that's smart though. It it was smart enough when I installed the other Zoom, uh, it installed only the one. So I, I've only got one Zoom installed. Oh, so. there you go. Oh nope, not true. Dick oh, just finished installing. Gotta let it gotta let it finish. Yeah, the Android app is there. So both yeah. of them installed. That needs to be cleaned up. Um, so you know, the cool part though is that you have a PWA being offered through the Play Store, and so now the Play Store is going to become this place where. Depending on your operating system, you may get Android apps. You may get served up PWAs yeah. if it's better. Um, and so I think that's kind of cool. Uh, they need to, I think, figure out a way to differentiate them for people like that are on a device like this where I'm going to end up with both. Like I need a general consumer is going to be PW what now? You're right. Well, yeah. Like what is that? And they need to know what's what or, you know, maybe it's Zoom for Chromebooks. Or, you know, the fact that says Zoom for Chrome helps um, if yeah. you're looking. For, I don't know that you would be looking for it in a Chrome browser in the Play Store. Like, that's not even a thing. The only yeah. Chrome yeah. browser that searches the Play Store is a Chromebook. Right. So it's just, just a Chromebook, if you're asking me. But it is cool that it's there. Uh, and it, again, it's 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 one of those um, examples of, of an app that, you know, they saw the, the need to deliver. It's, a, it's, it's very similar to their app experience on other platforms. 
and you know they've seen the the need to do it um, via PWA via the store. Yeah. So uh, at least now, yes. So YouTube, if I should look for YouTube Music, the first one on this again, this is an ARM-based Chromebook. So it what they need to do is if if is Chromebook, don't show this thing. Right, so, and that's not hard to do. They no. can they can it's, but pinpoint the YouTube Music what shows up. Yeah. up here then youtube music for chromebook shows up right underneath before when i searched youtube you couldn't find it like i had to go through other links to even find it in the play store it was silly um so they got to clean some of that stuff up but this is very early days for this whole pwa via the web store but again it's i want to make this work for chromebooks okay well what are my options i can make a linux app um which nobody's really done that yet um like to where like public facing the best thing i can do is install a linux app but they could I'm going to make an Android app or I'm going to make a PWA. Well, do you want to make your PWA just widely available or do you want to do it through the Play Store? Well, they've done both. You can go get it. Obviously, it's a PWA. You can go install straight from the web or or the Play Store or they can just do an Android app, just straight up Android app, which is what we're going to talk about in a second. Um, and and then make your own container would be another option or just build it for the web is another option. Like you've got all of these things that now you can target Chromebooks specifically via all these different avenues and i don't there's no other operating system that's that way i mean no. windows is trying trying yeah windows they're 11, trying but but that's not going to be the same thing i mean it's the amazon app store it's especially i saw that that the android app bundles is going to defunct that a little bit <laughs> because Oops. apks um only the only developers that can keep apks are existing apps new app submissions will have to all be android app bundles which right. won't go through the Amazon App Store. So, I and I, I it feels like that was a little bit of a shot across the yeah, the bow maybe, um, maybe. with Microsoft trying to integrate Android apps, but whatever. Windows 11 wants to be Chromebooks. Yeah, pretty much. That's all there is to it. That's a that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, we're not getting into that. Let's talk about let's talk about another app. Uh, Gabe, you you were digging into this, and uh, I I don't is it is it Opera? Do they call it? Opera. I've heard it's people. just opera. Opera. Yeah, opera. No, opera. Are you trying to decide how to pronounce opera S- somebody, on the podcast right now? <laughs> opera. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, like there, there's all right. the, 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 there, there's all these. Uh, it's you not know. Oprah. I know that. Yeah, it's not Oprah. <laughs> I think I, I like opera. 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 So no, it's opera. A, you know, like, <laughs> opera. <laughs> opera. It's please, opera. Please don't do that. <laughs> So let's let's, let's, think, let's, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about that, Gabe. What 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 did you discover this week? What's going uh, on with yeah, that? Yeah, so so uh, Opera has reached out to most of the tech blogs just for you know, it's just a press release, but Opera has been available on Chrome OS via the Play Store. Uh, there are some alternative methods to install it. Um, I've I've done articles on multiple browsers that you can install using Linux, but most people aren't going to do that. Uh, if you've tried to use an alternative browser you, via the Play Store, you know the pain because it's a mobile browser trying to run on a desktop. So Opera announced this week that they have become the first to fully optimize their browser for Chrome OS. So it looks and feels, when you put it in their responsive mode, it looks and feels like a desktop browser and that you get all of the features that you get with Opera's regular desktop browser that people use on like Windows and Mac and all, I guess it's available for Mac. 
Which, if, if you don't mind going over some of those, because like you were showing me, I'm like, Holy yeah, it's crap. very, like, it's very, very feature rich. And uh, for me, I don't want my browser to do all of these things, but I know a lot of people do, and that's important to them. But the the stuff that Opera has done is just amazing. I mean, for starters, you have message integration. So what they're doing is they're just creating a web wrapper inside of the browser for your integrated messaging. So you can integrate your WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, uh, Telegram, and there's a couple of other ones. So it just shows up as a little chat bar on the on the left sidebar, and you can click into it. You can pin your messages on top of your browser, which is pretty cool because if you need to continue speaking with someone while you're navigating around that message window doesn't go away so that's that's very helpful when you logged into whatsapp like what method did you have to use the qr code just oh, like so just, just like, like the web, web. yeah oh, so. okay i thought they had like when you were doing it i thought it was just integrated like the android app kind of thing i'm like that's a huge deal right there because you can't whatsapp if you use it you know like it's tied to your phone number so right it's it, Oh, you want to be able to just like, hey, I'm going to install it here and install it there and just sign in. That's not a thing on WhatsApp. That yeah, it's so it's it's doing over. the same thing that yeah, okay. that it's it's a Chromium based browser, so it's doing the same thing. Uh, you get Telegram for the web and you get Facebook Messenger, however that integrates. Uh, but just the, those features are neat. And then they have a thing called Flow, which if you use Opera, you know what this is. But it just syncs your phone and your browser, so you can send files to and from yourself via the, an encrypted connection on the browser, which is handy. It's kind of like nearby share, but just for right. yourself. So you have the, the flow. You can drop images in there or text or whatever if you need to send something to your phone just to have it. It's just one of those neat little features, and Opera's full of those neat little features that make it kind of unique in the Chromium-based browser world. Uh, they have a built-in crypto wallet, which is really weird. Uh, see what else did we have did you say vpn already yeah that's another big one uh vpn is built in and free i i have not tested it i have not looked up reviews on it i don't know how secure it is they tout that it's very fast but in the world that we live in today vpns are very important you see them advertised on tv all the time and having a vpn built into your browser without an extension without a monthly subscription is important and one thing i noticed is that a lot of vpns they don't let you choose where you're spoofing from uh you can pick from a, di a number of different regions so if you needed to specifically tunnel through northern europe you can pick that server that way i know. find myself with that necessity all yeah the absolutely time. <laughs> you know you need to catch a or you know you need to catch a footy game in australia and you need a you need you need a vpn for australia so that's very useful, and then it does – I don't like talking about this, but I'm not going to not talk about it. It has built-in ad blocking, which is weird. Uh, when I installed the Linux version, ad blocking is turned off by default. When I installed the Android app version on my Chromebook, ad block was automatically on, and the first time I navigated to a site, it told me, hey, your ad blocker's on. That's a whole other conversation, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. People that use ad blockers are going to use them, and it just is what it is. So it has that. Uh, it has built-in themes, so you can customize the way it looks without having to add extensions and stuff like you do with Chrome. Uh, it has a customizable um, homepage, so your landing page, you can customize curated news and things like that um, for your homepage, your new tab page or whatever you want to call it. So it's really robust but fast and really clean browser. It's it's really neat for someone who likes having all of those things integrated. I broke out of that years ago when I stopped using uh, what was uh, 
Is that Neo Planet? You remember Neo Planet? No. It was that old browser that was built off Is of... Is that like uh, Captain Planet? Yeah, just like that. So Neo Planet, I think, was built off of Mozilla back in the day. Oh, it nice. might have been built off of I, it might have been built off of IE. I'm not sure, but you could just install it. It was kind of like the Web OS of of uh, web browsers. You could install your own themes and not just like color themes. Like you could skin your browser and everything. Cause I remember having like a dragon ball Z skin on my mm-hmm. browser, but it just had all these cool little plugins back when, and a lot of browsers still use a lot of plugins and, the, and they leverage those a lot. Chrome has tried to get away from that, uh, which is, which is good because Chrome needs all the help it can get in the speed department. But for people that like having all these integrated bits and pieces, opera is a really good browser. It's really good. So did everything remain? I haven't used it yet, but I saw that, at one point like everything looked a little blown up was there a way to scale it down or did it stay kind of oh you know i didn't i didn't try that because when i first installed it it, i I clicked responsive but it wouldn't go full screen and then once i closed it and restarted it it went full screen it it looked fine but it did look slight it looked like you had everything set to like 110 percent yeah but i I, I didn't mess with it to see if you could i'll do that later today because i I would like to do an actual i'm going to spend like three days just working out of opera because you can import your bookmarks and you can sync stuff whatever so um just work out it and see see how it works you know yeah They've, but again it's super interesting sorry to interrupt you no. but like super interesting again because opera is obviously a big entity going okay we want to target chromebooks which is a weird target yeah. <laughs> any browser company targeting chromebooks is super weird but saying hey we want to make an we, we want to be an option for chromebook users that's a big deal to begin with the, the fact that you're even considering this audience as worth time investing in um, because as a browser maker, like that's weird because Chromebooks obviously are so tied to the Chrome browser. Um, but the fact that they wanted to do it and then decided, okay, we have all these different options. We feel like we've got a good Android app and we can mold it to work yeah. better on Chromebooks. Let's go that route. That That's kind of amazing. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, I mean, they're, I, I looked it up when I was doing the article. They're the sixth largest browser by user yeah. share. You would think if anyone did this first, it would have been Microsoft because Edge and Chrome are very closely related. I mean, these are all Chromium-based browsers, but Edge and Chrome are very similar, very similar. Microsoft could probably very easily get Edge on a Chromebook and make it work really well uh, if... Google would let. I'm assuming yeah. they would. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's an Android app. They're, they're bickering again, so who knows? That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, because there is an Edge Android app, I yeah. think, isn't there? Yeah. Um, but it would serve Microsoft better, especially since they've they've already worked with Parallels to, I'm, I'm assuming at some level, you know, to get Parallels working with that container, something similar to that. You know, you get a container and put Edge in it, and they can just install it from... Well, I don't know. However, Borealis is going to work, and however, like, yeah, I mean, it's, stuff, it's just way a that, script that runs. <laughs> you're all just going to click a button; it's yeah, going to show it's exactly up. That's what's going to work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it's 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 just cool. It's cool to see different people um, taking or different entities taking interest now in Chromebooks, yeah. and then and then finding the right path that works for them, and and then just going down that path and doing it. I'm surprised that as much as I've I've heard advertising for this particular browser, I'm surprised that DuckDuckGo hasn't tried to get yeah. in on well, this. Well, DuckDuckGo is a search engine. Yeah, so you can actually you can change your default search engine to DuckDuckGo, but that, they don't have a full they don't have like blown a, browser. An, an, no. dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, it's, it's just, just a, a web uh, so URL. Just a, so 
now Brave, I could totally see Brave doing it mm-hmm. because Brave is a. I don't want to say. It, I don't want to say. Oh yeah, I don't want to say it's a straight ripoff of of Chrome, but they have duplicated Chrome in so many ways. You can use Brave. You can sync your Google account, and it everything works just like you. Just like if you're using the uh, the 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 white label Chromium browser, like the Linux yeah. one. Yeah. Brave looks just like that, but then they've added their whatever their crypto stuff is and their ad blocking that they have built in because they they have their own integrated ad network. So you can opt into ads, but they're ads that are being served by Brave instead of ads being served by mm. the website, which is to me totally crazy because now you're paying your browser company to surf the internet. It's it's weird. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, but I could totally see Brave saying, "Yeah, we've yeah. we've optimized our browser to run." Yeah, this on this could start just a trickle effect yeah. of everybody else doing the same thing too. If if people actually use it, because here's the deal: like we know this, general users use what's on the device when they get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's a a big deal. Like this this week, uh, AT and T announced uh, they are every every phone that they sell that has messaging on it the apps will be RCS compatible. So it's one, another big step for Google and their kind of messaging platform. So the Google chat protocol works now on T-Mobile, obviously Sprint and AT&T. So we're kind of waiting for Verizon's shoe to fall. And and so that all the carriers are kind of on board um, that, that everybody just has RCS. That if you open your, whatever chat app that you have is just going to work because that's what people do. Yeah. Like unless unless the carriers install Google Messages yeah. for them, like the Samsung phones, the LG phones, the you know whoever else makes phones, OnePlus phones, you know of LG the world, doesn't make phones. Uh, they don't make phones, do they? <laughs> uh, they did. Uh, you know they're all just going to show up with whatever um, messaging app you have, and that's what people will use. Yeah, like that's why iMessage took off. iPhone adoption went really through the roof uh, for a, a long while there, and iMessage was installed, so they just started using iMessage. Like in their in the user's mind, that's no different than anything else. Like that's just what's on there and so what I'm gonna use. That's why they use Safari. It's just there. You know, they didn't have to go install something else. And so um, you know, I think I think it's worth noting that Yeah. It's it's just whatever's on the device is gonna be used. So even though Opera kind of made a big deal about this and said, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing if I were a betting guy, uh, probably I, not I'm betting against it. this. That <laughs> it's going to be a big deal for Opera. If they if they rebranded to Opera, it might it might take off. It should be Opera. Wow, that sounds more like a tech o- startup kind Opera. of thing. Opera. <laughs> yeah. But it's just spelled Opera. Opera. I like it. Opera. Okay, stick with it. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> should we're do gonna it. we're gonna take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. So if you have been checking out our YouTube channel, if you, if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. <laughs> it's kind of where you we would, got started. You would think, well, of course everybody knows. It's not true. Not true. Not, not true. true. We started as a YouTube channel. Robbie was just unboxing things on his kitchen floor. And uh, here we are today. Filming with a Nexus 7 tablet. Yeah. It's Do you fantastic. have any like behind-the-scenes photos of that? Jack sent Gosh. me one one time from the, the pizza, old co The pizza box one. Yeah. So I had yeah. two stools stacked on top of each other with pizza boxes and then a tablet in a stand. So if you think about a tablet in a stand, just like your laptop, the top portion is tilted back, yeah. which would then tilt the camera down. Right. So I used that, and that was my uh, setup. That I can't your, remember that which. Was your, that was your overhead shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I did back then. <laughs> yeah. It was just arms. <laughs> I was I was searching. It, like Occasionally, like the tripod leg would be in the shot, and so oh, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. It. it was good. Super uh, good. Super, so, good. Super s- high quality. Hey, but... Again, for anyone listening, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. If just, you want to make some content, start making content. Don't don't worry about being the next Marquez or the next Chrome Unboxed. <laughs> Do your thing. Just make some content. Uh, I think a testament to that would be uh, Jojo. Jojo the Techie on YouTube. Uh, yep. Contributing writer. Uh, written a couple articles for us, but also doing her own thing. Making some YouTube videos. Shout out to her. Go check out her channel. Yep. She's just been... Making content, improving her shot, getting getting better B-roll, better editing. Like she's yeah, just start making content. So um, if you are speaking, sorry, one more thing on the YouTube channel. I was searching for that commercial, uh, the the flip one hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it was all of our videos. You know, <laughs> it was like pulling up all of our videos, and but there was an unboxing. You called it the the C one hundred P. Was that something different? Yeah, that than was the, that was just the model of it. Okay. So yeah, I saw, I watched that unboxing. Yep. It was great. I bet we, we it was amazing. It. We should link it. It's I great. don't want to. Uh, <laughs> so if you've been watching our YouTube channel, you might have seen a hands-on that we put out with uh, Stadia for Android TV. So this yeah. week, this week, big announcement from Google that finally, <laughs> after several months, eight, of, eight um, months. Because honest, okay, so so this is out for Android TV. So this will work on any Android TV slash Google TV device. There's really only one Google TV device, <laughs> right? Right. Because but, I mean, naming is so good. But so the Chromecast good. with Google TV came out, and we and and we were like, wow, here's the new Chromecast. Like, you've got you've got Stadia on Ultra, but here's this new Chromecast. Wouldn't it be great if you could play your games on this new like, Chromecast? It'll come. It's it'll be coming. here. We're like, cool, it'll be here. <laughs> Seven months later. And specifically, like, I had people that I oh, yeah. knew that were Several. wanting Stadia yeah. to play X, a couple games. 
and but also looking to buy a new Chromecast. Yeah. So they're asking me, what which one do I need to buy? And it was so confusing to be like, well, if you want to play <sighs> games, you're going to need to go buy this, this other one ultra, that's more expensive. That's more expensive, that does less. That's older, doesn't have an interface, doesn't have a remote, but you can play your games. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, clearly the the way forward for cr- the whole Chromecast thing and, and Google and the TV space, like Roku and Amazon figured this part out like you need to put an interface apple tv that you know they kind of moved into this and and google did good with the chromecast like, oh my gosh they it's, moved that whole mentality of like hey i'm going to be able to cast my screen or cast content and i love chromecast but i have to say having a chromecast that has a ui on it AKA yeah it's per- tv yeah <laughs> it's perfect because we've been able to switch everything to the google tv mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's one particular app that we watch a show on that isn't available for some reason the android app's not available on google tv but we have the google tv so we can just cast, just cast it. it yeah and everything else yep. is just right there my yep. kids can watch youtube kids kids youtube and all that stuff it's it's perfect do you know what do you know what like my favorite thing about it is a lot of times i'll get home uh I'll, I'll maybe, you know, be making dinner or something. I just want to put on something. I don't have, like, any particular thing that I want to put on. And you've we've, we've probably all experienced it. Like, you, you sit down to watch something, and you're like, ah, i got to find something to watch. You know, you right, got to right. scroll through your phone, but, you know, pre, pre-Google TV. And you're trying to figure it out. you got to find something, finally cast it, whatever. Well, now you just grab the remote, turn it on. Ah, oh, let's maybe go over to live TV. Boom, live yeah. TV. And it gives me the things I've been watching, NBA playoffs and everything are going on now. So I've just been throwing that on. Cool. Throw that on. Well, and, and, and for people there. listening, going, so well, awesome. Android TVs have always had castability. Yeah. Yes, they have. But like, I had the Shield TV, and I've had it for a couple of years. And I actually bought it, and I replaced our Chromecast in our living room with it, and used it there. And I just found that the Chromecast part of the experience was really hit or miss. Like yeah. sometimes the casting worked, sometimes it just didn't show up when, on the network. When, when we had it over at my house there for a little while, it yeah, wouldn't it show up like, half the time. What is it doing? Or the cast would stop. It was like the casting part of the Android TV experience was definitely a sideshow. Um, and now with the whole Google TV thing, it feels, especially the Android TVs that have updated with the new interface, like it's like, hey, it's not second-class citizen. We're nah. we're happy to have the UI. We're happy to have the interface, yeah. but we're also happy to have casting enabled as well. So, like, they're yeah. both very important pieces yeah. together, and, and it's it's been great. Yeah, so, and, it, and it all came together in this amazing dongle that's yeah, 50, bucks, 50 bucks. You know, and... But it showed up without yeah and, uh, and, without Stadia. So support. it was hard to recommend for everybody because some people wanted to play their games. And so right. finally, that that's the backstory, I guess. Finally, yeah. it has shown up. It's here. And and thankfully, thankfully, when it did show up, it is fully baked. Yeah. It's great. It's an awesome experience. Everything works exactly the way you would think. So yeah, we were excited about it. We tested it out. Robbie was trying out different controllers, doing everything, and yeah, we made a I mean, we made a little hands-on video. So you can go check that out. We'll make sure to link it. And the the cool part about this integration now is that, and I've not seen them personally. Gabe said he saw one. He's already he's already gotten one. Yeah, for we Destiny, get the, we get the Destiny two one every day. But you know, I do too. The, the suggested yeah. stuff up top. So these shows that are suggested from your streaming services or other streaming services, you've said you're okay with being suggested from, because people get upset about that. I'm like. What show me stuff like if I'm not an HBO Max guy and you show me a cool looking show on There's HBO a Max show that I'm I might like, be interested in. What was the what, what was the trailer we watched? Oh my God, Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, that, but I have HBO Max, so I'm gonna watch it. Uh, if, if you haven't looked it up, just look up the trailer for Greenland. If you're into that oh sort of movie, God, like, like it looks apocalyptic amazing. kind of things. Oh my gosh, it looks amazing. Uh, uh, Gerard Butler, uh, you know from the 300. Yeah, as a dad. Yeah. 
There's one spot where his accent came through a little bit. When he's he was telling his I guess his dad that I'll get the I'll get these kids to the bunker or whatever he kind of sounded like Leonidas a little bit mm-hmm. I'll get these to the bunker bunker <laughs> I was just like uh, aren't you American I went into your accent there, I went but. and saw I went and saw F nine last night oh it really was oh, great really oh man I'd have to catch up and watch F one through eight first <laughs> wow before I watch it my wife loves them she absolutely I, loves if you're them. Into of like, all those movies that I have like of all the movies in the world that I have like very little interest in ever watching yeah. or having anything to do like that is the the Fast and Furious movies are some of the top on my list like I just have it's not that I don't like them or I think they're dumb or anything I just have so little interest yeah. in even thinking about going to watch those movies yeah. for some reason I'm just I, like yeah. there's nothing about them me and my but brothers people love them yeah I mean me and my brothers wore, wore them out early you know the early movies and it was just fast cars and you know street racing and stuff that that got me hooked and it's just so that's I, I guess my part of continuing but those are the sort of movies i love going to see in theaters oh yeah you know like that's the type of stuff you gotta see explosions like, it's a spectacle and, yeah and, yeah so, you're a michael bay kind of guy huh yeah, yeah for theaters <laughs> Transform, I like, like the transformers movies and don't, get in theaters. don't get me wrong some some heady you know films you might go see in a theater but those are cool too yeah it's an experience as well but you know, big screen explosions, absolutely Michael Bay type stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's fun. Uh, <laughs> so it's to, it's total side rail, side but note. man, I I saw uh, Bat, uh, not the Dark Knight. What was the one after um, uh, Dark Knight Rises and um, um, Inception? Both in IMAX in Chicago. Ooh, wow. Bro. And like, cause he films in IMAX. Oh yeah. And so both of those, holy crap. Like to say that going to a theater like that isn't enhancing the experience yeah. is just incorrect. That's an, that's, that's Our, an incorrect the, the statement. IMAX, the IMAX in, in Louisville they doesn't show feature films. They don't have it's, feature films. The one that's in so Chicago dumb. is literally the same size. It's the same setup. Same thing. And, but it, it only shows feature films. Is it like a, because obviously, like they have to pay for the rights and everything on this. Yeah, like, it's connected it's, to the science center. Yeah, I wonder if it's because it's part of the science center yeah, that they have, the, they the try to show more educational yeah. stuff. And and the, the one in Chicago does that, but they'll show them as matinees during the day, so yeah. you can go see some of those types of films. But then they show, yeah, obviously big blockbusters during the night, and it's awesome. I would love to go Last, see Inception in IMAX. It was amazing. Oh, it was my so gosh. amazing. So was the Batman movie. Like that opening scene where Bane hijacks that plane oh. watching that in IMAX. Oh, yeah. Like I was holding grip in the seat because it yeah. was just like, oh, I'm going to fall. Remember the first IMAX movie I ever saw? It wasn't really a movie. It was a documentary. It was called The, uh, uh, the Well Pressure's well, on. No, Wells <laughs> of Kuwait or The Oil of Kuwait or something I like that. I saw that. It was in Louisville, yeah. so it was where all of these oil wells had busted during mm-hmm. the during the Iraq and all of the Desert the original, Storm and all of that. Yeah, Desert Storm. Stuff. So, uh, so you have all these uh, oil wells that are just spewing gas, thousands and thousands of gallons. So the way that they stop that is they they actually have to set a set a charge on the top of the well and detonate it, and then they cap it. It, it was really crazy, but. The, the minute leading up to it while they were showing them doing it, the wow. sound cuts out completely. Oh. So we're sitting in the theater, and it, it's just dead silence. Oh. And then it pans all the way back to where the guys are behind the blast shield, and they press that clacker, 
and that dynamite goes off, and I'm talking like 100 people just hit the floor. Like it was so loud and so just you're so immersed in it. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And, and Interstellar, the moment when the sound cuts out in Interstellar, they I don't I have a really funny story about that. But go ahead. did you all did you all see it in theaters? You see I did. I did. Yes. So, did they have the preview thing at the beginning that was like, "This movie features a segment that is not no, going to have sound." No, that was from that was don't, from Star Wars. That was in Star Wars. Okay, yep. so it's like, don't, um, don't, don't start yelling and complaining the that last, there's no. So the last Jedi happened, and remember when it's toward the end when that one lady decides to go jump to light speed or what? what oh my gosh, why am I forgetting what it's called? Yeah, uh, hyperspace, uh, and cuts through the the. Uh, it's not the Empire in the new ones. So what is it? Uh, what are the bad guys in the the First Order yeah. ship? And when she does it, because in space, when that happens, if you were out in space, it wouldn't make yeah. any sound because it's a vacuum. There's no sound. Um, and so when they did it, it cuts silent and she just cuts through. And you see it slice and then they play some sound. Yeah. And people were like, what's happening? It's space. Why is there no sound? But because it's Star Wars, you're just like, ah, did they really need to go that real? Like, and, it's, and Interstellar makes sense. Like, that was, they were trying to be as scientifically realistic as they could be with that movie. Uh, and they might have done the same thing yeah. there. But I remember the, yeah. the thing, them having to put that in the movie because people were <laughs> complaining about the sound cutting out. That's so funny. Here's my funny story about Interstellar. Um, I went and I took my wife to this movie, and I knew I knew she wasn't going to be into it. Uh, I didn't realize how heady Interstellar was. <laughs> I knew when I bought the tickets, yeah, was she like, wasn't going to enjoy I was like, it. But I want to go see this movie badly. I'm, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, and I love that type of um, that type of sci-fi. And so, uh, you know, at the beginning, they take off and they hit space, and it goes dead silent. You know, because that's what would happen. And uh, at the time, we had a newborn, and so my wife was pumping milk for uh and so we didn't have the kids with us obviously but she's still like if you've had kids like you know they have to keep pumping like you can't not do that yeah. and so it, it was time to do that so she had to <laughs> pump in the movie theater well up until that point the movie's been pretty loud yeah you know and so it's plenty loud she's just sitting there you know she's kind of blanket over or whatever and she's just pumping and well those little pump machines i mean it's the size of a coke can it just it goes <laughs> And so it's doing that. Can't hear it at all. Well, that it's a rockets. And it sounded like the loudest thing in the theater. It was just like, turn it off. Turn it off. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be silent. Like I'll never for for as long as I live. I'll, we'll never forget that. We, we reference that all the time. That's really funny. That's her memory of interstellar. Mine is after that was over, just being blown away by the ending of it and being yeah. like, what just yeah. happened? Yeah. Watching that movie the second and third time through is yeah. way more uh, interesting. Did you anyway. ever go back and watch Tenet again? I've seen it three times yeah. now. Still so, really yeah. confused. Like I, I don't have it, I don't haven't slotted it in my brain to be like, oh, yeah. this is how the mechanism of this movie actually works. Like what they're trying so, to accomplish, especially the end scene. Yeah. I so I've, yeah, four, I've, I think I've seen it four times now. The last one was on get it? the airplane, and I, I feel like I kind of got it. Okay, <laughs> kind of. I'm gonna try it again. Yeah, it's it's around it's for great. streaming now and stuff. So yeah. I think it's on HBO Max it is. right now. Yeah, so it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a weird movie. It's a lot. Okay, uh, so. Stadia <laughs> on Google oh, TV. Guess. We, we so, talked about Google TV right. for you know whatever. Yeah. We're talking about movies. Hey, there you go. That's a little uh, tie-in. Yeah, there's there's our tie-in. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's available 
It's awesome. It works well. And we're going to do a yes. video about yes. another little thing it works well on. Yeah. We wanted to try it. So that little on uh, streamer from Walmart. Uh, I think you can get the regular HD one for what twenty five bucks. Yeah, twenty four ninety eight. We got ours for thirty for the four K four K model. So it's literally just a, a branded version of uh, Google's Android TV developer kit. Yeah, it's it is tiny, bare bones. It works. It does exactly what what Google TV does. It does, and honestly, it's been good enough. the The experience using it, uh, the new Android TV, you know, uh, the play on what they've done with Google TV, kind of. It's so good that, uh, like, I, I'm probably giving some stuff away here, but, I mean, honestly, I think when we do the review, I, I don't know how I would tell someone you have to go get the Chromecast with Google TV over this thing, because it's almost half the, well, if you get the the HD, standard HD version, it's half the price. And the controller, I, I like the controller better. It's got more yeah. little features to it. Yeah, the Google TV controller is hard to hold on to, especially yeah, if you have larger so rounded, hands. Man, it's that thing small slips and it's like, rounded and like it's, soap. Yeah. But it looks good. Yeah. Oh, it does. And looks my great. guess would be like new like Google TV features that could come out will hit that hit. thing first. Yeah, of course. Um, I just don't know what other what other reason you have because Stadia works just as well on that. Right. I did it on Shield TV too. It works the same. It's, it's, it's streaming. It's it doesn't stadium. matter. Yeah, Everything's it's a, it's there. A, it's a very, <laughs> very low-powered app here we're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't... I'm not really sure. And you can power it, this little on-box, you can power it off of your TV. You don't have to have the The cord. bummer about that is that it obviously resets it every time. So when you turn the TV off, oh. it turns it, the device off because it's being powered from the TV. Yeah. But if you, you know, don't have a lot of cables or don't have a lot of power or whatever, you know, it's an option you have. I wouldn't do that because I... I need to see what it will do if I actually use, because you can set the remote up just like the Chromecast to Control use IR to turn on your TV. I need to see what it does when I hit power. Is it going to turn the box and the TV on at the same time? Or it's yeah. uh, not sure. Uh, I need to mess with that a little bit before we do our review. But for 30 bucks, I, yeah, impossible great. not to recommend. Just yeah, impossible. It's, it's just, it's fantastic. Uh, the, the, uh, what would you call that? The slideshow or like the, what would you call just like the main screen? Like the screensaver. Screensaver. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a screensaver. It's, it's a little different. It is. It doesn't uh, look as polished to me. No, it's, that's the Android TV yeah. Chromecast experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the fact that we're getting different wallpapers. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's that is kind of cool. <laughs> that's about the only benefit. We need to um, we need to go into our but the casting. The changes. casting has been great. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not had any hiccups there. Like there, I, I have zero reason not to recommend this thing 100 yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome and, um, and stadia works yeah so, so, yeah, so i mean a, it got a controller on sale controller you can get into stadia for like 80 bucks yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people have an xbox controller or a playstation controller right i i linked up some weird off-brand game sir controller it worked, worked. um just ha- it, wired wired controllers were not working whenever you tried to no, run it through and, the that, and everything yeah i tried that with the chromecast uh since it's got a USB-C, I put a dock on there and hooked the usb controller into it it didn't want to play with that at all yeah. um so I don't, I don't think that's an option but as long as it's a bluetooth every controller. bluetooth controller yeah. i've tried works yeah um, which is crazy I, shield tv xbox obviously stadia controller works and works with the on thing too um and then that weird game server thing worked i had one other random controller but i couldn't remember how to get it in pairing mode so I didn't want to look it up because I was being lazy. Everything else worked. Yeah. And I'm like, it's <laughs> going to work. Everything else worked. It's probably going to work. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it it's just a cool thing that, and I think Google's probably like, cool. Like, we've made our Chromecast thing, and if you want to buy the Google product, great. But 
look at all these other cheap ones that are coming out because ultimately this this play is about content. They this just, has nothing to do with selling they more just Chromecasts. Want, they just want people watching content and through making Android content TV. for Android slash Google TV. Like yeah. that's all. When are they just going to? Call it Google TV. Android TV sounds dumb to me. Yeah, they need to get rid of that. I think people associate Android with phones. Yeah, I think they're they're moving. They're moving in that direction. Yeah, Um, and Google TV sounds good. It does. Um, but yeah, I think it's only been around for seven months yeah. at this point. So yeah. it's still some time. They've now, you know, in the last month or so, all these Android TVs have now, like even our Shield TV, looks very similar to what the Chromecast with Google TV looks like. They've got that Discover tab, but the entire interface looks different. It used to be a lot of gray and small boxes and then icons down the left side. All that's gone now. Yeah. So it all looks can't more remember, like what we have now. I can't remember now. if I saw it on social media or if it were uh, like a YouTube pre-roll ad. But have you seen the, like the Google TV ads? So it's like, you know, it's like the ring yeah, the, thing. The you know, and it like looking. zooms into it and you get to see all the different content and how, yeah. I've not neat. seen them. It's but yeah, neat. I mean, what they're doing with it, it's great. Uh, the integra- Since they have an integration with basically every streaming service that exists, you know, they're, they're in a prime position to be able to f- suggest content, which makes content creators want to work with them better. And like it, yeah, it's just it's good. Uh, yeah. It's good for Android. There's been people when we were trumpeting Chromecast years ago that Android TV purists were like, Android TV is just as good, you know, or it's better for this reason. It's like they've just they've taken the best Merge of both and kind of pushed them together. And I think from a branding standpoint, they need to go with Google TV. Um, yeah, it's you know, and people are like, well, that's the name of the the app now. They made play movies or whatever. You know, it's just Google TV now. Um, but Apple TV is the app and the yeah. the, the thing. Like Why can't it's it be fine. Both? Like people associate that the Google TV just becomes associated with. Platform. I'm going to watch stuff. Yeah, it's a platform basically. Yeah. And this and is the, the platform can be accessed via a Chromecast. Here's the hardware, or, and yeah. and it's the software. It's the yeah. same thing. So yeah, totally. Yeah, I think there uh, you go. Anybody listening in Mountain View? That's that's all you got to do. Just that's call simple. Google TV. That's it. <laughs> super that. super simple. Super yeah. simple. Uh, Google but, makes branding harder than it needs to be <clears> most times. I think, and we've talked about this a lot. I think it's, I think it's the um, kind of startup mentality of uh, go quick, kind of throw things at the wall, break just things, make fix it. it you move, know, just kind of keep going. Yep. Having a lot of different teams, kind of individual teams that are working on projects, and it's not as cohesive as something like Apple. I mean, to be yep. honest, you know. Uh, so they just kind of throw things out there and. One yep. team might be working on this thing, and this other team's working on this thing, and right. they came up with this name, and this and like stuff doesn't go together, and yeah, they. Uh, and sometimes they it make works, it hard. Sometimes it, it works hard. for the best for them, I think, because products like Google Meet, what we were talking about earlier, I think happen because they try, they let themselves try so many things, sure, before they solidify, you know, and, sure. And that's great. It's just not great for consumers. Right. It's confusing for consumers. It's great for Google because they just kind of get to be creative and well, keep trying. Well, it's great trying. for us yeah, to see figure new out things works, and try yeah. new things. It's great for techie people. For my mom, who just wants to do her stuff, you know, right. <laughs> doesn't care about yeah, all the this. At the end of the day, just, here's the job. I want to get done. Let me get it done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why, you know, her, you know my one brother has iPhone stuff and she has iPhones so they can do their easy FaceTimes. And then whenever I'm like, okay, here's how we're going to need, here's how we can video chat, download this app. And then she's just like, I don't know. It's confusing. Right. You know, and, you know, at one point we, what was it? Allo and what was it? Allo and Duo. Allo and Duo. Yeah. Yeah. So the Duo. There wasn't stayed. another video app before Duo. 
hangouts had it. Okay, yeah. maybe I was yeah. just thinking of hangouts back in the day. Yeah. So yeah. silly. Anywho, anywho. WhatsApp has video chat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Stadia is awesome on Android TV, Google TV. Super responsive. Uh, in the video, we played Serious Sam, kind of fast yeah. twitch. It's kind of a twitchy game. Yeah. Uh, no the, issues. The shot, the shot that we got where you're pressing the trigger and you can see it on the screen. Yeah, I mean, that shows. Yeah, there's no lag. So there's yeah. no worry there. Play your Stadia games. Yeah. Have fun. Um, Once you're actually, in, it's Stadia. We there's... actually played some Stadia. My kids did uh, just the other day because I, I let them know, like, hey, it's it's yeah. working on here. Because we've had a 4K, the Ultra, on the TV for a while. And I think I didn't put it when we, we changed that TVs and I didn't put it back on there. It's just like, eh, we'll get to Stadia eventually. You know? yeah. So now that it's there, they, they played some. And, you know, I want to get back into playing a few games. And so, yeah, it's just good. It's good all around. It's well, well done. Uh, I wish it wouldn't have taken so long because I think Stadia could have used uh, the, the <laughs> a shot in the arm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a bit clearly, of momentum. Yeah, and so now yeah, which now, Google's now sending out free Chromecast to YouTube TV users, which hopefully that might help. But, and they uh, start seeing that suggested content in that game they thought about playing. They're like, "Well, I don't have an Xbox or whatever." It's like, "Oh, I can play it right now." Oh, huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it just would have helped a lot. And now that Stadia is like changed course a little bit and they've lost a couple people and like does that stuff happen if this would have gotten out earlier and it would have had an extra few hundred thousand users because of chromecast and google tv i don't know uh but so it I, is I, what it is i don't know any of the sales numbers i'm sure maybe we could find some of them but i, I bet you they've sold a lot of this yeah. chromecast with google i don't TV. think they've released numbers i looked uh to see but you get that and then now you get walmart's thing that's yeah. 30 bucks like yeah, they're yeah, yeah. gonna a bunch of these are gonna be out like and so Stadia is going to be more front and center than it's ever been because of yeah. this. And yeah. it's just unfortunate. It's like that Stadia could have used this in its yeah. earlier days. Yeah. And it's like you just never know, like the timing, internal stuff that was going on. Like, yeah, yeah and obviously. Stadia is, it, it is Google, but it's, they're their own team. Yeah. So, right. you know, I'm sure that they were like, you guys got to fix this. Like, this has got to get working. Um, but I'm, I would assume the Stadia team is responsible for the Android TV app. So it's kind of back on them. They would have built the Android TV app. Sure. Um, it's still an Android TV app, by the way. It's not like some specialized Google TV app. It's right. still just Android TV. So the tools have been there. It's not like Android TV is new. So maybe you push that back on state and be like, Hey, t- why did it take you all so long to get this out? It's not Google's fault. It's That's not like true. the Chromecast team built that. Stadia. I hadn't thought about that. It's, it's Stadia's fault. Yeah. Um, and so, so their team was building it. That makes and, sense. And it could have, it really could have helped, but Stadia's had a lot of missteps, but it doesn't take away from the fact that when it comes to streaming gaming services in 2021, in the middle of the year, it's, it's the it's best, so it's the best platform. It's so good. It's, it's well done. Um, they just need more players. They're getting games. I games mean, are gosh, coming. There's a lot of games, um, games but are coming. Yeah, but, any more players? Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those things. We're just going to have to see how it plays out over the next couple of years because yeah, if they uh, stick with it and stay with it. Like they've I, got a they've got a head start, but some of these other they do, but X, X, X Cloud's gonna is, or whatever they're calling it. What are the cloud gaming? Here's Xbox what it's called Box Cloud. Yeah, gaming. Xbox yeah. Cloud Gaming. The issue with it right now is that you get what you get. Yeah, you know, and that's it. Like you don't you don't get to go and be like, well, I want that new game, put it on here. Like no. So Stadia's got the benefit of, hey, we've got our pro thing where you just keep, like, I've accumulated, what do we have, like, 30s? I think it's more than that. Yeah, There's a I don't ton know, of games 40, that I'll probably never, ever in my life ever touch or play. <laughs> but it's cool that they're there. They're yeah. free. 
um, you know, if I keep up that $10 a month thing, well, Xbox is 15 a month, and I don't get to go buy new games. Like, when this new whatever, you know, comes out on Stadia. Like, I can't, I can just go, yeah, I want that. Yeah. I'll take my pro discount, but I'm buying that game right now. I'm not yeah. waiting six months or eight months for it to show up as a free program. I want it now. The the Game Pass thing, you're not going to get brand new titles on that. It's just not going to happen. So, on on uh, xCloud. Yeah, game, and it's, t- gaming, it's yeah. tied to your, your Game Pass, so yeah. Xbox Game Pass. Um, the, the games that are available there for those people I was only... I was getting confused with Play Pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I was like, are you Not talking about the right yeah. thing? <laughs> so, yeah, Xbox Cloud Gaming is tied to Play Pass. So okay. it's their $15 a month. Like Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Sorry. <laughs> Play Pass is yeah. Google. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Game Pass Ultimate, basically, is what it's tied to. Um, and so yeah. it's 15 bucks a month, and it's... A great library of games. Please don't hear me saying that there's some good stuff in there. Oh, like yeah. Doom we Eternals were, in yeah, there. We I was scrolled. playing. There's um, uh, all the Halo games. There's, yeah, a bunch uh, of Halo stuff. Killer Instincts Killer in there. Instincts um, there. There's a bunch of games in there. But Racing game, Forza is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's good stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's not that there's not good games in there. It's just Stadia, I feel like, does a better job of saying, hey, I'm going to give you a good backlog of, of games plus the option to buy like if game pass ultimate allows me to say hey that new game that just came out i want it right now click it now it's in my library okay you they're they're getting close to being uh to overtaking stadia in a way that i don't know if stadia can recover like if microsoft figures that licensing stuff out and gets that out there to where because they just launched on the web and it's a good experience it's it's well done they don't have an android tv app i don't think they have a apple tv app or anything like that um, so it's basically on the web and on Android. It is you have to use controllers with it. I don't. I couldn't find a single game that uses keyboard and mouse. Again, Stadia's got a leg up there. Uh, but if they iron out all that kind of stuff, because it's Xbox, they're going to have a leg up on Stadia. Yeah. But Stadia has the head start in all these different ways. Like the the platform itself, to me, right now is super solid. Like it's well, and they really know good. they know video streaming. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, it's so Google good. It's so good in the browser. That. It's so good on your phone. It's so good now on Android TV. It's so good with just Chromecast. Like, anywhere you want to get to that game, you got it. It's it's there. The games are coming, and they're getting a lot of new titles. Like big titles yeah. are coming to Stadia, yeah, sure. so they're working that stuff out. And now it's a matter of okay, you got that stuff in place. Yeah. Use this Chromecast, the Google TV stuff. Use marketing. Get people on board. Like. It Throw needs some money at this, honestly. Big time I mean, money, like yeah, and big money to where it's like, hey, scan this QR code on your phone and you can play right now. Right. Click the link in the description. You can play right now. Like make that the the hook because people that don't understand cloud gaming may not ever understand what you're doing. But if they can click a button and start playing a game in their browser, they're going to be blown away by it without having to be told what's happening. That nobody cares about the tech that's going on behind the scenes. If I can click that button and start playing a game, that's huge. Yeah, we're bringing and that's back, what Stadia does. We'll bring back Gaming Unbox and just do gameplay <laughs> yeah. with links. Just YouTube videos. Yeah, like YouTube if, videos. And, and that's the thing. Like it, They've got some of the stuff that they're starting to roll out. And, and Granted, game developers have to decide to put it in their games. Sure. But the save state stuff and oh, it's you know, where people can just jump into where their favorite gamers playing, like go after some of these gamers and be like, hey, look, we want to sign a six-month deal with you to make sure and play these games and create this content so that gamers see it and do it and want to click in. Like that, You've got to market. Everybody knows if you're in a business, you need to, especially in the first five years, you need to throw 30% of your overall budget into marketing. This is why. Like You've got a great thing that no one really knows about at this point. And you've got enough games and you've got enough 
of, of, of a good service, get it in front of people's eyes. And, and until you do that, no one's going to use it. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. how good it is. Yeah. RIP web OS. Yeah. And Palm Pre. We, we mentioned this the other day, but isn't it going to be funny in, you know, five years, maybe sooner. I don't know. You know, the same way that we used to go to the store and buy DVDs and, and that sort of thing. That's how you got the new movies that came out. And now, now we're even getting blockbuster movies that are premiering on HBO yeah. Max, that sort of thing. You know, in, in five years, whenever we're like, remember when we went and bought games and we had consoles? Like, R.I.P. Yeah, GameStop. We don't, we don't have yes. DVD players anymore. Like, if you, you, like somebody asked me, I was like, I haven't owned a DVD or a Blu-ray player yeah. in like five years. Yeah. Like I decided, I'm like, I'm going all digital. I don't yeah. want any of this yeah. crap. We have a like, Blu-ray player, and, and like, I don't remember the last time it was touched. Obviously, like streaming a movie from a technological standpoint is easier. You're, there's no interaction. Gaming, you're right. interacting with the stream. But they but figured it out. They've done it already. It's there. Right. It's just so, a matter of, hey, w- maybe you need more servers. Like yeah. Certain people are underserved, but that's the same thing with Wi-Fi. That's the same thing with LTE yeah. and 5G. Like, 5G is going to fix everything. Right, but they're doing <laughs> but, I mean, it. Did you it, see they run a, a test bed in Hawaii for Stadium? Yeah. They said it's performing very well. Yeah, and that's so, the thing. Yeah. Like it, Starlink. Some of this stuff is, is network-related. Yeah. It's just is network-related. and. Yeah. Networks grow over time. It yep. takes time. Like 5G isn't everywhere, but it will be. 4G wasn't. Remember when LTE rolled out? And it was oh, like, yeah. oh my God, this city Whoa, has LTE. Got, let's go. Yeah. And now it's <laughs> like, it's very rare that I'm in a spot where I'm like, I, I, I lost LTE. Yeah. Very rare that I drop back to 3G. And that's just been a few years. And so it's it's the same effect. Like if Stadia stays around, they're going to keep spinning up new servers yeah. in more places. Yeah. Eventually, once better there's and better and better. server beds everywhere. Yeah. Like there's no latency, yeah. there's no lag. Nope. Everybody gets to play that wants to play. Like, and yeah. yes, there's going to be outliers. There's going to be people. I live out in the middle of nowhere, and I have well, no cell phone signal. Well, okay, yeah, that, that won't work. Hopefully, for you. hopefully, I but mean, you're not going to be Gabe, playing. Gabe games. made a joke, but something like Starlink yeah, or, or some sort of global internet access could <clears> fix <throat> that for a lot of people that are in rural areas. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Obviously. Um, you know, we're really excited about it. We, we, for, for those that don't know, we, we had a gaming website for a little while, gamingunbox.com and still have the URL and everything. It might be something, could be something that we just do a YouTube channel. Could just be a YouTube channel and we just do gameplay and let, let Michael go play games. So, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. Obviously it's like these little steps, you know, it's like, okay, cool. Now it's on Chromecast with Google TV. Now these, all these people can play it. Now they can do this. And uh, it's 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 available where it needs to be available. Anywhere you want to play Stadia, you can go play Stadia. Now they just need to let people know that they can do that. So yep. hopefully they'll do that, and hopefully there will be more people playing because that's yes. what makes that's gaming fun. Yeah, playing against people. Yeah, <laughs> when there's it, no one there or joining. Like there's so many games that are that are made to work together. Absolutely. And like, and you're like, well, I don't, I don't play on that. You know, I play yeah. Xbox, and that's that's fine. People that play Xbox play games with one another. People that play PlayStation play games with one another. And every once in a while, there's crossplay with PC and that kind of stuff. Fine. There's going to be crossplay sometimes with Stadia, but sometimes there's not. There needs to be a big enough group of people that are like, hey, yeah, I pay that nine bucks a month to play. I'm, I'm gonna, here. I'm gonna hop in PUBG and play against other people that are playing PUBG, PUBG. on yep. Stadia. So yeah. Um, yeah, cool stuff though. Uh, it's it is awesome that they put out the app and it's good and it's ready. Yes. <laughs> and they didn't. It would have sucked really bad if they put it out and it was all 
you know, something didn't work or there was a lot of lag. It yeah. kept crashing. None of that is there. It's great. So, all right, folks, I think that's it for today. We appreciate you all tuning in. We're going to, I didn't write down some of these things we said we were going to link. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We're going to link everything. Yeah. Check the show notes. All right. We appreciate you all and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.